live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. guys welcome to live from america you're locked and loaded right here on lfa tv and i am here ever so humbled god fearing and god loving host of the show jeremy harrell the hip hop patriot brought to you and broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire we've got old dog who says oh yeah here we go baby Producer Eli is with me. We want to know who you are and where you're watching from. So give us some names, everybody. I see Pearl is in the building and Denise is here. Happy birthday to Maggie. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you, Maggie. Green Broccoli, it's that it's their birthday as well. Carla from Missouri, from the Show Me State. We got Piglet in the building. That was my nickname when I was a kid. Eli's laughing. Zena is here. Roxanne is here. Good to see you. Terry from Florida is in the building. Julie from Arizona is here. Amanda's in the building. Tim from the cheese state of Wisconsin. Suzanne is here. Nancy Ann from California. Did I see her say weed, California? Frank from Kansas. How you doing? Good to see you. We got people from Queens watching. We've got Donna from the peach state of Georgia. Rachel from Florida. Sanders from Louisiana, Kathy from Middleburg, Florida, Carol from OHIO, and Cammie and Little David from PA. God bless you all, and thank you for watching. If I didn't get you a shout-out, Darlene, if I didn't get you a shout-out, Jeff Pools and Julie from Virginia, if I didn't give you a a shout-out, Michelle in New Jersey, or how about Barb, then there's your shout-out. I love you all. God bless you. Tizzy from OHIO, uh, Angie from Illinois. All right, folks, welcome to Live from America. I really do appreciate you being here. I think we all need to get started by holding each other accountable, and that is getting our shares out. So if you've not done so yet, you're waiting. Always your uh, at heart shout out from OHIO. Now is the time to grab the link, or if you're watching on the Rumble app, uh, please share it out. You may not be getting us on the LFA TV app today. That's because it's under construction. Bordeaux Jewelry and Michelle Curl, uh, it's under construction and our store is temporarily shut down because we're in the process of moving uh, everything to the new studio, to the new location. So bear with us for the next couple of days, but make sure where we're lacking and everything else that we are gaining by sharing and rumbling this video. Now, is there a bigger loser? Eli, tell me. Is there a bigger loser on this planet than Sean Penn? 
I'm a loser. Well, I don't know. Maybe one of those Baldwin brothers. Loser. Maybe Kevin Spacey. I don't know. Sean and Penn. I'm not what I appear to Sean be. Penn is about the loser of all losers that you could possibly lose or ever. Loser. He's completely lost. He's completely uh, jaded. He's completely brainwashed and indoctrinated. But he loves Ukraine. Anyway, another loser, Sean Hannity, had him on his loser show last night to talk about loser things such as loser Ukraine and loser Vladimir Zelensky. But I thought what was interesting about this loser conversation that the two losers had together on that loser network. Well, let's just go watch the conversation and then let's come back for our own conversation that is anything but full of loser stuff. Roll it. Be confident that whichever party might support decisive action, complete action in this. It would be a political win, not to mention a principled one. And by action, I mean give them everything they need now rather than bit by bit over the time, because eventually there's not the political will in this country to send U.S. troops there, nor is there the desire of the Ukrainians to have U.S. troops there. In In fact, President Zelensky says very passionately, They've fought too many wars, died in too many wars. We don't want them to fight here. So what we will do, Republican or Democrat, over the long term, is we're going to give them everything it takes short of U.S. troops on the ground there. So we should do it now because the only difference is death and destruction, more death and destruction, more separation, longer separation of families, more psychological damage, and inevitably more that will come to our shores in terms of of deficit and so i would like to see you know i've never voted republican i'm unlikely ever to vote republican um i would like to see (laughs) the democratic party um the president look at this in a very realistic and bold way and Um, and get this thing over. Well, if that's the case, if the man really wants the war in Ukraine to end with no possibility of any future war between Ukraine and Russia, don't you think the smartest thing for him to do would be vote Donald Trump? Don't you think, Eli? Donald Trump says he can end the war in 24 hours. Now, Sean Penn, you may hate his guts. It may be against everything that your loser brain believes in. But if you truly want to end the war in Ukraine and you know this man had no wars while he was president, that's evident. And you know that this man is about peace through strength and he's very powerful when it comes to throwing his weight around. You've said all those things. If you truly want the war in Ukraine to end, Spicoli, you pothead from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, if you guys can go back that far, I'm sure most of you can. If you truly, if your priority here is to end the war in Ukraine to protect the lives of Ukraine, well, then I think you better go vote for Donald Trump because he is the only candidate who's not only saying that he can end it in 24 hours, but he can do it without bloodshed or money sent. No bloodshed, no money sent. And that nutsack of a neck, Sean Penn, would be so happy. Old nutsack neck. Nutsack neck. He would be so happy 
Eli said his neck looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger's bicep. Screw your freedoms, Eli. Come on. Get in the chopper. Do it now. Sean Penn, here's my message to you, you utter loser. If you want to be a winner, if you want Ukraine to be a winner, if you want everybody to win with no money and no bloodshed, no war, no weapons, no soldiers, then I say vote Trump. Screw your freedom and vote Trump. That's what I say. If you agree, please do me the ever so humble and kind favor of sharing this video. Now, I'd like to give you some updates. We plan to be in our new studio on October 1st. Now, the new studio will not look to you any different than you'll see right now in the immediate future. But this studio that we're moving into, this building that we're moving into, will actually be able to handle the growth that LFA TV is experiencing and that we expect to experience. So, in the meantime, there's going to be a lot of things that are kind of not working correctly um, or whatever. So, just pray for us and uh, we'll be, everything will be back and working to its proper, even better, actually, uh, efficiency than it is right now. I'd also like to give you an update on our monthly donor, um, basically where we're at. So, we normally have operated with about 60 to 75% donor um, funding. Well, obviously, in the last two years, most of us have been pretty hit hard. And a lot of people have said, I can't do it anymore right now because of the economy. But right now, we are down to about 55% donor funded. And we're only covering, um, the only, we're covering probably another 35 to 40% in our sponsors that are helping uh, be partners with us. So um, we're, not clo- we're not far from 100, um, but I just wanted to let you know where we are, and I want to thank you to all those who can and have continued to keep us going for the last three years. God will continue to provide if this is something that God wants to keep going. Yes, the LFA app is under construction right now. We have about 3,000 people joined in, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's a good time to go to the verse of the day. And the verse of the day today is going to come to you from um, a title of the verse is called Denying Help When Asked. Now, a lot of you might think, well, I've, ne- I've never denied anybody help when they've asked me. I'm a person who, who, gi- who gives freely. So I'm just logging into this right now because I was logged out because I was out for so long. And let's get back into the verse of the day. And if you need the verse of the day, then all you have to do is go to jeremyharrell.com and sign up for it on the lower section of the first page. jeremyharrell.com, sign up for the newsletter, okay? It also gives you a code for 20% off the store, even if we're running... Um, specials. Proverbs 3, 27 and 28. Do not withhold good from those whom it is due. Now, you might not think that everybody is due good, but I can tell you this. If the evil people out there and the people that are living wicked lives never see good or never have good done to them, how will they copy good? I don't think they will. So I believe good is due to everybody that God made because I believe everybody is redeemable. When it is in your power of your hand to do so, it says. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come back, and tomorrow I will give it. When you actually have it with you right now. 
Kelly says, I buy from sponsors of LFA. That's another great way to help. Thank you so much. One thing I've always done is help people when they have asked. However, there are many times, looking back on it, that I am guilty of not helping them as well. Let me rewind and explain. How many times have you, and I want you guys to be serious and honest here. I'll get through this um, with as much clarity as I can. How many times have you seen a text from somebody asking for you to lend them money or, you, or for you to give them a ride or babysit for them and you ignored it for hours to the point that when you did reach out back to them and ask them, hey, what's up, you figure they've already got what they, are, uh, what they needed and you are in the clear. I know we're all guilty of that at least one time in our lives, right? How many times have you seen a friend or even somebody that you know but don't consider that close of a friend ask for something in a Facebook post and you keep scrolling rather than help them? You know, the people that are always in need. Oh, life really sucks. Never, ever, ever can get anything done. Nobody ever wants to help me. I need this. I need that. I don't have anybody to help me. And you just keep scrolling. I've been there. I've done that too. How many times have you driven by a person with a sign asking for work or money without stopping and giving to them or at least giving them the word of Christ or the word of God and spreading the gospel? How many times has your spouse asked you for something around the house or in the way of communication and you procrastinate or forget to do it completely? After examining all of these scenarios to myself, I realize that I am guilty as charged. Furthermore, I continue to ask, what would Jesus do? And every single time I ask that very simple question, I get my answer immediately. Not only in the answer of what he would have done, but also the answer to the question of my own conviction. I immediately know what I did wrong, whether by thought or by action. If someone is publicly asking for help, even if it's subtle, a subtle hint in needing help, we should do as Jesus would have done and still continues to do today. Be there for them. It's not always about giving them money. Be there for them. Help them. Give them a hand to hold or a shoulder to cry on if that is the only way that you can help. This is something that I'm still learning at 44 years of age. Just offer yourself as Jesus offered himself. And if you do that, then at least you know that you are being godly and making him proud to call you his child. Let's go to the Lord in prayer now. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we all pray, and say, Amen. Amen. I can't imagine that Jesus would have seen somebody on the street as he was walking towards a, uh, you know, a, a village to, to preach to that was crying out for help, and he just kept walking because he didn't know him. That's the equivalent of scrolling. Whether you know him or like him, if somebody asked for help, Jesus would have been there like that. You know it, and I know it. So on that, let's lift up your cups, and let's have our first slurp of the day. Trump, Donald J. Trump, excuse me. Let me give honor where honor is due. The Honorable President Donald J. Trump has decided to skip the second Republican national debate. And I do not 
Blame him. How many of you in the live chat right now agree that Donald Trump should skip the second presidential debate? Now, when we did this live poll, when we were, you know, given the you know, first debate was ahead of us, uh, we did a live poll. And most of you said skip the debate. And you said why he should skip debate, the debate. Now, I'm wondering why you think he should skip this second debate. Let's pull up the Rumble chat and let's see what you guys say. Agree, 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 agree. We already knew this. He's already president. He doesn't need to debate. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Bobby. He doesn't need to debate. Agree, agree, agree. Skip the second. Yes, he absolutely should skip it. Yes, skip it. Skip it, skip it, skip it. I agree. That should be a song. Skip it, skip it, skip it. I agree. Skip that second debate. It's not for me, okay? He doesn't. (laughs) Eli, Eli got a chuckle out of that one. Don't give him the ratings. He's the massive front runner. Look, even Kevin McCoward is jumping on the Trump train because he knows he doesn't need to be there. He doesn't need to prove anything to the American people. He's already been asked these questions a billion times during his presidency and during the first 2016 uh, presidential debate. There's nothing that he can gain out of it. He only went up in the polls after he skipped the first debate. There's nothing that says he needs to be at that debate. And instead of being at that debate, Donald Trump, you know Donald Trump, he's always got something up his sleeve, right? Right? Instead of being at that debate in California, he will instead be in the motor city of Detroit, Michigan, speaking to a crowd of more than 500 current and former union members. Now, Donald Trump also put out a very strong statement to the car companies of America saying this, if you don't go woke, if you want to be rich, if you want to be talked about, if you want a legacy, if you want your companies to go through the roof on the stock market and you want to make buku bucks, vote for me, come out publicly for me, and I will make that happen for you. The man knows what in the H-E double hockey sticks he's doing, and by going to Detroit City, Michigan, he is doing just that. He's getting the union and the car manufacturers on his side. Look, the government has put a, a very big weight on these car manufacturers to go green. They've lost billions in the process. Do you think that they want to go green? No. Ford, Chevy, Toyota, all of them. They, Ford, Chevy, uh, Buick, Dodge, I believe they even make Toyota here now as well in some uh, parts. They don't want to go green. They're made to go green. Donald Trump says, deny that now. Vote for me. Get the whole world behind me. Get the unions behind me, and I will make you absolutely rich beyond your wildest dreams. That's what they want, right? It's all about profits. Money's their God. The man knows what he's doing. Now, this might send Chris Krispy Kreme Christie into a donut frenzy about how Donald Trump is scared of him. And we also know that we've gotten the threat by Krispy Kreme Christie that says if Donald Trump skips the second debate, I will stalk him as the fat gurgles in his throat while he tries to talk. He sounds like he's underwater, doesn't he, Eli? He sounds like he's trying to speak in the ocean. Now, the man is the size of the ocean. He will stalk him around the country. I cannot wait to see that. The event comes... On the heels of a significant labor strike involving thousands of United Auto Workers, members at three major plants in Detroit, Michigan. Nancy says, now I want a donut. I'm not going to lie. So do I. (laughs) 
I love being in New England. I love our maple donuts up here, but I love blueberry donuts as well. can hear the fat gristling in my throat. Just talking about donuts, so let's go back to talking about cars, okay? For the first time in history, of the 150,000-member United Auto Workers Union, members strike against the big three manufacturers that began at midnight last week after no deal was reached. <laughs> Chris, somebody said Chris is, uh, Krispy Kreme is Trump's biggest fan. Amen. Amen. Christy needs to go to fat camp. <laughs> yeah, I might need to go there too. <laughs> Somebody said he's not going to be able to keep up if he tries to stalk him. That's another true statement. Anyway, the big three included Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis, the newly formed merger of Fiat, Chrysler, and the PSA Group. Now, UAW President Sean Fain told an audience on Facebook Live last night that the strike would target three assembly plants initially, a GM plant in Missouri, a Stellantis plant in Ohio, and a Ford plant in Michigan. So, Ohio, Michigan, and Missouri, the Midwest is going to be hit once again because of this left-wing illegitimate rule. This is why. It's all coming down because Democrats absolute, excuse me, absolutely suck. Now, remember when Donald Trump was <laughs> attempting to debate the sniffer and thief, but he was getting all the help from the moderators, and Donald Trump said, "Whoa, that's a very, that's a very uh, powerful statement you just made about the uh, the oil industry, the energy sector." I hope you remember that, Pennsylvania. I hope you remember that, Texas. I hope you remember that. Remember he was saying those things? I hope you remember that well, Michigan, especially Michigan right now, Ohio and Missouri. I hope you remember this when voting for your next president. Because in most cases, most people do not care about who or who is not in the White House. They care about their paychecks and their families. That's what most people care about. This is the first time that all three manufacturers have been targeted at the same time and could have major impacts in vehicle manufacturing in an industry that has already been tight after the restrictive COVID lockdowns in 2020 and the Green New Deal pushed by these leftist radicals and these uh, rhino radicals as well. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've not shared but you've just come in the video, please give us a share. We would appreciate it. But again, I think this is all done on purpose to destroy our economy even more and to force us into a world that we do not want to be in. Now, speaking of the election, Ron DeSantis, my local Republican Party right here, of which I belong to, their headquarters where my studio used to be in the building that my studio used to be in, They have two signs up in the window, DeSantis Trump uh, 2024 and Trump 2024. You can bet I am going to raise hell over this with them this week because there is no reason on God's green earth to have a DeSantis sign up. The people have spoken. There's no reason at all. The people have spoken. Clearly, loudly, proudly. And all you're doing is keeping that up there at the request of DeSantis' limp flags floating in the wind 
trying to do anything to get this man above 10% here in New Hampshire. It's not going to happen. Get that sign out of the window right now and put your support behind where it belongs or else you're going to screw it up. Jumping ship. Jumping the desinking ship. Hedge fund billionaire who pushed DeSantis to challenge Trump now has gone and discards Florida governor. Ron DeSantis apparently failed to live up to the expectations of his billionaire donors and the rhino elite. The Florida governor has now lost a globalist sugar daddy. Warmonger billionaire Ken Griffin, who lives in Florida, announced he would not be providing the Florida governor with any more money. Griffin has been a key part of the desinking ship, even forcing the governor to change his tune to pro-Ukraine war messaging, which he's done over the last two weeks. Griffin's abandonment of the desinking ship is a clear signal that globalist billionaires are preparing to throw their money behind another candidate to stop Donald J. Trump. So who will that be? I'm wondering, who will this globalist candidate be that they're all going to put their money behind to stop Trump? And does it have to be a Republican? Ooh. Could they put their money behind a Democrat to stop Trump? Well, they could. But who in the Republican Party could they possibly put it behind? Well, the answer is Vivek. Vivek Ramaswamy is the only person that they could hope to steal Trump's base because of the very intelligent thing that a young brown skinny kid with a funny last name could hope to do. So when you see Vivek Ramaswamy start talking about GOP rhino talking points as DeSantis goes down in the polls, you're going to know that those rhino or I should say globalist billionaires are putting their money behind him. I guess we'll see. But it looks like the desinking ship will just continue to desink even further. Now, Judge Tanya Chutkin in D.C. is absolutely and 100% compromised. And we know this by statements she's not only made in the past, but also statements she's been making about Donald Trump during this trial. And I would be hard-pressed to think that a federal court will not grant Donald Trump's request to take this to federal court because of this, or at least a change of venue out of D.C. But to take this to a a federal court somewhere else for sure, because she is absolutely and 100% compromised. How is this woman even allowed to oversee Trump's trial? His January 6th trial is beyond me to even this point. But yet another prejudicial courtroom statement made by Judge Tanya Chutkin in the January 6th case has been unearthed as Trump demands she recuse herself from this case immediately. Julie Kelly obtained a transcript of another sentencing by Judge Chutkin for a January 6th where she brazenly lied about the Capitol protest. Judge Chutkin, during her sentencing, brazenly lied and called it an armed attempt to overthrow this government. That's how she feels. Those are her personal bias opinions. Those are her personal bias feelings. She says that Donald Trump and the January 6ers created an armed attempt to overthrow the government. 
nowhere, even in the Proud Boys, even in the Oath Keepers organizations, and nowhere have you ever unearthed any statements from a January 6th protester that said that we are going there armed to overthrow this government. And she said that. As a matter of fact, the only person that it came close to saying that was Ray Epps, who is clearly living life as free as a bird. And now I'm free, free falling. Unless you're Sean Penn's neck, then you're free balling. Right, Eli? (laughs) Eli is out there just giggling a lot today. I agree. She needs to recuse herself absolutely immediately. Now, while all this is going on, I told you that the tides have been turning for quite some time. People in the high-scale, upscale neighborhoods, Trump. People in the uh, middle class, Trump. People in lower class, in the trailer parks and in the hood, I know it very well. I came from both. Then, yes, ladies and gentlemen, everybody is moving towards Trump. It doesn't matter their economic status. Why? Because they know that their economic status could be better no matter which class they are in today. When you have middle and even upper class people living paycheck to paycheck based on their income uh, to um, bill ratio, well, then every class is saying, I can do better. But here's an even more, uh, more of a reason why. Because of the illegal aliens. Every status, every class is saying, we do not want this in our states. We do not want this in our cities. We do not want this in our towns. We don't want this in our municipalities. Everybody is banding together against this democratic invasion at the southern border. And I saw another video of this young man on Trump. Now, here's how, here is how Fox News titled this. Black Democrat stuns Fox News. That's how they titled this. I'll let you know that Fox News is definitely a racist pile of crap station. I would have said Democrat stuns viewers. But you know, everybody's got an agenda these days. Roll this. I think considering this investigation took five years and these are the charges they brought, and after this sweetheart plea deal collapsed in court, I honestly think they're going to wait a couple of months until the, a, tr- a trial against Trump happens, and they're going to try another plea deal in another district. I think we can see, since Republicans have taken control of the House, we've seen so much evidence that these charges have been stymied and the investigation has been covered up mostly so i think this is just them playing face this is biden needs some kind of win that he has um a secure department of justice Mm -hmm. and this honestly is just a sham i know that you're a democrat you're more conservative democrat right yes who do you like in this election i think i'm mostly geared towards donald trump really i think i've seen yes i have seen the pullout of Afghanistan from Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And then I watched him check his watch during their fun- the funeral of the servicemen. Mm-hmm. And I think if we were to go to a war, I'm prime age to be drafted. And I don't want him to check his, his watch while they're burying me. I don't believe that wow. he's a competent commander in chief. And then he'd probably blame my death on climate change in the same way he blamed the pullout in Afghanistan on Donald Trump. I've seen no- Ladies and gentlemen, that is a Democrat. That's a Democrat, a diehard Democrat that's clearly not stupid. Hey, elected officials, do you see that? We the people are not stupid. We see what's going on more now than we ever have ever in the history of America. And you want to, but see, that's what I'm saying. 
These people are in, their default mode right now is Hail Mary. They're all in a panic. That's why they're pressing 2030, the Agenda 2030, so incredibly hard. That's why they're trying to bring in millions and millions and millions and millions of voters to replace the people that they've been screwing over for decades. We the people. And there's no more brainwashing happening. I'm telling you, it's going to be a resounding Donald J. Trump. Let me know if you agree in the comment thread. Also, ladies and gentlemen, let me know how many of you have decided to make Field of Greens in every part of your day. I would love to see a live poll of how many people in the chat right now. We have 3,800 people watching. And if you're in the chat and you're signed in, let me know. Have you made Field of Greens part of your every day? And if you have in your next statement, tell me lost weight, feel great, better focus, feel healthy, whatever it is that it's doing for you. I want a live testimony. I don't want people to just take my word for it. But if you want to know how I feel as somebody who has made Field of Greens part of my everyday, I feel like a million bucks and 10 years younger than I did before I started taking it. I feel like a million bucks and 10 years younger. That's the best thing that I can tell you. But it also, for me, because of my uh, family history of lymph node cancer, because this is scientifically prove, uh, picked, these, these ingredients, to, li- to keep your lymph node system clean, that's another like, um, peace of mind for me. So I'm, I see it, folks. I see it. Look at that. J.A. Fish says, I shared this to 19 places. I didn't even know there was 19 places to share it to. But that's amazing. And I thank you so very much. As you can see, there's not very many negative, if all, F at all. Fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Show our partners some love. And also, another thing that a lot of you may have tried that you can say, I feel a lot better than I did taking my over-the-counter pills or liquids that I've been taking for decades that have never seemed to work. Last week, I did a story for you where the FDA came out and they, they literally listed like Sudafed and Robitussin and so many other everyday uses that we've all used when we're sick and said, sorry, those never worked. I wondered why that stuff never worked. I always just thought it was because I was that sick. The FDA came out and literally admitted most of our over-the-counter stuff doesn't work. Sorry, we're going to change the ingredients. Recall. Ha, Ladies and gentlemen, CBD is that well plant-powered clean ingredient substance that you need to s- literally replace at least half of that stuff that you have in your, in your uh, medicine cabinet or in your kitchen cabinet. CBDistillery.com. Find out what you need for whatever it is that you're having an issue with. Try it out. Use the promo code LFA, you'll get a discount, cbdistillery.com. Somebody said Field of Greens is legit amazing. I know, I know. Moving on. New evidence, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to kind of go quickly through these next few stories. New new evidence has been attained showing key signatures that are missing on Wayne County's 2020 general election certificate. The official narrative promoted by Michigan election officials, has long been that Joe Biden defeated President Donald J. Trump in 2020. 
in Michigan by 154,188 votes, thereby awarding Michigan 16 electoral college votes to Joe Biden. On the basis of this narrative, on July 18th, 2023, where Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel indicted each of the alternate 16 Republican electors with eight felony accounts, Counts, including forgery and conspiracy. These charges hinge upon the assertion that the 2020 election was lost, lawfully certified. The question is, was it? Well, Wayne County, Michigan is the largest county by population in the state of Michigan. According to the official Wayne County election records for the 2020 general election, 597,170 votes were cast for Biden and 264,553 were cast for Trump for a vote margin of 332,617 in favor of Joe Biden. If these votes were not lawfully certified, the statewide margin would flip to reveal a 178,429 margin of victory for President Trump in Michigan. That means that due to the discrepancy, President Trump, not Joe Biden, would be the rightful owner of Michigan's 16 electoral college votes in that election. The question here is, are... Is there compelling or legal grounds to assert that the 2020 election results in Wayne County, Michigan, were not lawfully certified? Well, ladies and gentlemen, based on the County Board of Canvassers, based on certification history in Wayne County, there aren't even signatures on required signature sections of these 2020 election certification itself. Can we pop this up? Can we put this on? Let me show you this right here. <laughs> Even the election certification itself didn't have a proper signature reading. There's a zero and an X. And that same problem happened with all of those illegal votes which pushed Joe over the top. There it is right there. You can see it. Can we blow this up a little bit? There, <laughs> look at that. A zero and an X. That's a signature. That's a signature, arguably, that's a signature, that is a kindergarten circle, and somebody played tic-tac-toe, and the same thing can be found on literally hundreds of thousands of ballots, which is illegal, so they were illegal, cer- illegally certified, and even the certification itself was illegally signed, so yes, ladies and gentlemen, I can very much conclude <laughs> That the illegal, that the certification was illegal in Michigan based on Michigan election law. Somebody tried to play tic-tac-toe. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if I refresh the video right now, what I see with 20 minutes left to go in the show is 1,120 rumbles. And I also see that we are beating, um, we're beating the Rubin Report. We're beating Grant Stitchfield. We're, we're beating so many people, but we're still about 3,000 even behind Real America's Voice News. So let's see if we can pick that up a little bit, eh? All right, now, yesterday I reported for you that Tim Ballard from The Sound of Freedom says that he will most likely run. He's being at least pressured to run for uh, Mom Jean's Mitt Romney's Senate seat that he's going to be retiring from. Well, ladies and gentlemen, wouldn't you know it, that just days after announcing a possible Senate run, Tim Ballard is accused of sexual misconduct by the LDS Church. Well, if that isn't right on time, Sound of Freedom hero Tim Ballard in his June resignation and removal from Operation Underground Railroad was due to claims of sexual misconduct. 
Ballard recently said he's considering running a Mitt, uh, for Mitt Romney's seat. According to Vice News, at least seven women have now come forward and accused Ballard of sexual misconduct. Operation Underground Railroad told Vice News that Tim Ballard resigned in June. He was permanently separated from our organization. According to a letter published by Vice News, which is, it's Vice News, it's like CNN. And our employee who accompanied Ballard on undercover operation accused him of sexual harassment. Hmm. Of course, this is after the movie came out, of course. And success was happening, of course. Several weeks ago, an, uh, an OUR employee who accompanied Tim and, and on an undercover operation filed a sexual harassment complaint. Didn't do it while he was there, but doing it now. Wow. This resulted in an extensive internal investigation into Tim and his individual operational tactics and led to more women speaking up as part of the investigation process. Now, here's my statement on this. If Tim Ballard sexually assaulted or, or harassed women, my question would be what's considered sexual harassment saying, oh, you look nice today. Is that considered sexual harassment? Or, hey, nice skirt, lift it up so I can squeeze your butt cheeks. Is that considered sexual harassment? Because nowadays, a guy can't even say to a woman, wow, you're beautiful. That's sexual harassment. So I would say, what is sexual harassment? And then I would say, how come none of this happened while he was working there? And how come it only happened after the movie had great success and he's now announced his Senate seat run? Because we know how these Democrats like to work. They're shady. They're scumbags. They're evil. They lie. They cheat and they steal. Kind of like our alphabet agencies and our Pentagon. Like with General White Rage Millie. So we'll give you updates on Tim Ballard. But I highly doubt that this man has done anything wrong considering what he's exposed his entire life. But I digress. Let's now move on to this. General White Rage Millie says, I don't even know what woke is, and insists that the media or that, that the military is not woke. It's stronger than it's ever been. Is that Eli even laughed at that? Eli even laughed at that one. Roll it. Army's chief of staff in 2018 when he made history. He became the first ever chairman of the Joint Chiefs whose nomination was announced in a tweet. In the message, then President Trump called both Milley and his predecessor, Joe Dunford, incredible men. Trump would come to turn on his chairman and embroil him in politics. Yeah, as soon as he knew what he was about. He stayed on when President Biden took office. In a recent Rose Garden address, Biden said to Milley, I trust you completely, completely. Well, now, more of General Milley's exit interview with me. General, let me ask you about some questions relating to civil military relations, because you occupy a unique position. You are, the, you are a uniformed military officer, but you sure. are also the principal advisor to the president. You said um, after President Trump asked you to walk with him on that infamous walk through Lafayette Park and right. held up the Bible, that you, you made a mistake, you shouldn't have been there. Uh, what, was the, what was the mistake in your mind? How, how would you characterize w what you did wrong and what lesson you learned? Well, I think the key thing is that the United States military must be 
uh, apolitical or actually non-political and, and non-partisan. Uh, and the mistake I made was I walked into a political event, uh, unwittingly, but a political event nonetheless, and I was in uniform. Uh, so that shouldn't happen. Uh, that's not President Trump, that's me. Uh, President Trump is a politician. He can do whatever he wants to do. Uh, but as a soldier, I should never enter into politics. And Actually, President Trump was the president, not a politician, and he could do whatever he wants to do. You went out there because you're a general white rage loser and you were told what to do. And you had no spine or testicular fortitude to do anything different. And when you started getting flack from it, you didn't know what to do and you were afraid of being impeached, so you turned on Trump. You turned the p entire military woke. You made them all with the help of everybody else in the Pentagon and the DOD, get vaccines and you're a liar and you're a coward and you're a loser and we're coming for you. General White Rage Millie. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, right? Exactly. Eli says, let's do a reenactment of Normandy and see how they, the, the military holds up. Let's send them into D-Day and see how those 18-year-olds hold up with their dresses and their trans ideology and their vaccinated, boosted butts. Yeah, okay. Another clown, John Fetterman. Now, yesterday I told you that John Fetterman actually went after Marjorie Taylor Greene for showing all of those disgusting pictures of Hunter Biden in a congressional hearing, which basically I applaud Marjorie Taylor Greene for doing. Now, I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. We're going from woke, white rage woke, now we're going to go to Fetterman. Then we're going to go to the ladies of the view. And I'm going to cap it off with a point. Roll this. Uh, what, what do you say to that? Well, you know, her platform, you know, really, she runs on more and more dingling, you know, picks, you know, on uh, in the, the, the meetings over in, in the Congress. So, again, uh, I, I'm not really sure why she cares how I dress, uh, but, you know, she really takes it a different way. Because you're a slob and a scumbag and a liar. You're probably not even real, but I'm not going to go there. And you're a sick individual. And you're racist. And you chased black men with shotguns. And you're a slob. Now, not that I would say much more, you know, better about, much better about Marjorie Taylor Greene, but you're going to get mad that she's showing dingling pics of Hunter Biden after everything you've done? Seriously, are we gonna are we gonna split hairs here? Well, let's go to the ladies of the View, because they are running Lauren Boebert into the ground because apparently Lauren Boebert was doing some sexual acts to a to a boyfriend in a movie theater, which I don't condone. But who are these ladies to judge? And I'm getting somewhere, I promise. Roll this. Lauren Boebert. No, honey, you weren't eccentric. You were X-rated. And yeah. this was not a show. You lied. You were lying. Yeah, you said this, it didn't you know, happen. That's the point. You lied for a living. This was not a performance of Fifty Shades of Grey. It yeah. was a performance of Beetlejuice. But, but listen, a lot of kids. Like, this weekend, I was reading all of this stuff, right? And I'm thinking to myself, it's like Republicans gone wild. Hypocrisy, the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of it all. Okay, okay, okay. You've got General White Rage Woke Millie who's turning every member of the military into a drag queen wuss bag, okay? You've got John Fetterman mad that Marjorie Taylor Greene is showing real pics of Hunter Biden and the things that he did on that computer and on that laptop. And you've got the ladies of The View here judging Lauren Boebert 
for doing some lewd sexual act on her own time, regardless of if it's right or morally wrong. It really doesn't bother me that much. Okay. But yet, these same people are complaining that we are book burning by removing the book Gender Queer from kindergarten classrooms where the book literally says, you put your penis into my anus and it hurt at first. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I should scream or if I should like it. When your penis kept going inside and out of my anus, it started to feel a little bit more pleasurable. I can keep going, but those are books that they want kindergartners to read. And at the same time, these hypocritical clucking hens and these douchebag fetterneck morons are going to sit there and complain about what adults do in their private lives and what adults show in congressional hearings that the public definitely should see? Yeah, okay. Yeah, spare me the bull crap. Spare me. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, you can have that in kindergarten classes, but oh, let's get on Lauren Boebert for doing some kind of fellatio act in a movie theater. Whether she did or didn't, I don't know, and I don't care. Is she doing her job? Did she do it in work? Did she do it at a congressional building? Did she do it in her office? Did she get arrested? No. Is it a moral act? I don't even know. Who cares? It's somebody's sex life. You got people out there, drag queens, grinding on little kids and letting kids stick dollars down their pants in public, and you're worried about what this lady did in a movie theater next to a guy that she was with? Spare me. Spare me. That's a short clip. Now, I don't have very much time left. But I want to talk about OFP Farms, ladies and gentlemen. I saw somebody in the chat say that they just got their order of OFP Farms, and some other people said that they were waiting on their order of OFP Farms. I can tell you this right now. Candy Apple Bourbon Soap, you really want to embrace fall? Do you love fall? Are you a lover of fall? Are you a lover of you know leaves on the ground and that smell of that crisp, cold air? Well, if you are, ladies and gentlemen, I can guarantee you that if you put this Candied Apple Bourbon Soap on your skin... It's going to only intensify how much you love this time of year. Not only that, not only because of the scent of it and the seasonal scent of it, but the reason that this soap is so amazing, ladies and gentlemen, is the care that goes into it and what it's made from. Now, I was never a guy to worry about what soap I used. I would use Dove. I would use Irish Spring until I started actually, you know, putting real soap on my body. It's like when you eat garbage and junk your whole life, but then you eat the real thing and you're like, oh my gosh, like something out of the garden. That was the realization I had. So, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. OFP Farms promo code LFA15 will get you 15% off. Get it today, folks. Get it today. And love, show Denise and Corey some love, okay? All right. Parents are outraged because of a biological male that won homecoming queen. Wouldn't you be outraged, Eli, if your daughter was in the running for like homecoming queen or something and then they got, they got beat out by some biological male who looks like some disgusting drag queen? Well, so would I. A biological male was crowned homecoming queen at Oak 
Park High School in Kansas City, Missouri on Friday. Tristan Young took the crown away from four biological females who were in the running. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Oak Park. I'm so overwhelmed with the love and the gratitude. Turn turn to the side and cough. And all that you are doing, I am forever thankful that you chose me to be your homecoming queen, wrote Tristan on Instagram. But the other four girls and the parents weren't so happy with that. I would be outraged too. And I would be calling it out at school boards. Oh, thank you so much. It's ma'am, Eli. But that's not the worst part of it. I mean, it is. They're coming after your kids. Remember that gay song? We're coming after your children. Remember that song, Eli? We're coming after your kids. There's nothing you're going to do about it. Well, they're, they're also coming after your churches. You know those rainbow flags? They're not the real rainbow, but the LGBTQ rainbow. Well, that was put out there for a reason. It was so that the LGBTQ community could start coming to church, right? And once they start, they can always come to church. Come as, you know, come as you are. But your behavior at church is what you're going to hold back. Your sinful behavior in the house of God is what you should hold back. That's not what they wanted. They wanted to come as they are so that they could change the word of God. And that's exactly what they're doing. And if you don't think that this is a calculated strategic effort, well, then you have another thing coming. Roll this. Why the Bible says that Jesus will judge the churches first. Like I said, come as you are. That's fine. Lay it down to God, but do not have the sinful behavior in the house of God. All are welcome. That's what Jesus said. Come to me. Those who are weary and, 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 and burdened, and I will give you peace. And I Come as you are. Well, you can come as you are, but you're not going to do the sinful behavior and then change everything like that chant. I'm telling you, folks, Satanists. Now, I don't have a lot of time left, and I have to tell you that I have a very, very special story for you guys tonight. An exclusive LFA story, another exclusive LFA story that will blow your minds even bigger than the Rock and the Oprah story that I um, exposed last week. I don't have time to do it today, but I strongly urge that you guys come back for the 5 o'clock show tonight because you're going to be able to take this evidence and you're going to be able to rub it in the face of everybody who held you down. Everybody who shamed you over the last three years. I have massive, breaking, exclusive LFA TV evidence, and I hope you guys can join me at 5 o'clock. But for right now, I want to go to this and I want to show you this because this is wonderful news coming out of the state of Michigan. Roll it. Uh, We did get a note indicating that verdicts have been reached. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Are they unanimous verdicts? Yes, sir. Are they unanimous verdicts as to each count for each defendant? Yes, sir. Madam Clerk, if you would, please receive the verdicts. Members of the jury, have you reached your verdict? Yes. Yes. And as to William Null, count one, 
providing material support for an act of terrorism. What is your verdict? Not guilty. For William Null, count two, possession of a firearm at the time of the commission or attempted commission of a felony, what is your verdict? Not guilty. As to defendant Michael Null, count one, providing material support for an act of terrorism, what is your verdict? Not guilty. For Michael Null, count two, possession of a firearm at time of commission or attempted commission of a felony, what is your verdict? Not guilty. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the Michigan, three Michigan men found not guilty on every count as it relates to Governor Whitmer and the kidnapping and everything else that they charged those men with. I told you this was the era of, era of accountability. I told you that God was working, and I truly believe that to this day. You can't beat God, ladies and gentlemen. And just like you saw uh, um, a verdict there, you're going to see that same verdict for January 6th is coming up, and you're going to see it for President Trump. And I still strongly believe that President Trump will choose Carrie Lake as his running mate. But either way, enjoy this video. To put Joe Biden in the White House. We have put together the most extensive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. There's going to be no way to avoid the outcome. Hi, I'm Chris Ray, director of the FBI. Hi. I'm joined by my colleagues, Chris Krebs, director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, and Bill Levine, director of the National Counterintelligence and Security Center. A loser. We want to talk to you today about an issue of great importance. Oh, yeah. The integrity and security of our 2020 election. Bye. You could own the election. You could own the outcome. You did. They Elections are going to look a little different this year. Oh, yeah. Be patient. Because of the changes due to COVID, on November 3rd, we might not know the outcome of our election. And that's okay. Now they've allowed the county of his postmark is can be counted for all the way for the next several days, which it should be. Rest assured that the security of the election and safeguarding your vote is and will continue to be one of our highest priorities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the American people are going to show up and in such large numbers. There's going to be yeah, no we are. way to avoid the outcome. Yeah, we are. When the count is finished, we believe we will be the winners. Literally, my word as a Biden is at stake. You could own the election. You could own the outcome. Come on, man. We're not going to tolerate criminal activity that threatens the sanctity of your vote or undermines public confidence in the outcome of the election. Ah! Grandparents or older folks in your neighborhood you know, and they have an absentee ballot, show them it matters how they fill it out. It's complicated, some of it. It's going to be counted. It's going to be counted. But we've also got some breaking news right now where they're having a big problem counting some of the votes, Mark. A water pipe has broken inside <laughs> the arena. Told by election officials, they may not finish tabulating those votes for a day or two. Indeed, Senator Harris and I are on track to win more votes than any ticket in the history of this country. We're also coordinating with the private sector, Call that. both technology and social media companies to make sure that their platforms are not used to spread disinformation ah, and propaganda. Collusion. Only three presidential campaigns in the past have defeated an incumbent president. When it's finished, we'll be the fourth. 
because of COVID, older people who traditionally are the poor. Well, speaking of COVID, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget that we have a very, very, very special show lined up for you tonight that you're not, not going to want to miss. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, those people that you just seen and heard from right there, yeah, we call them riggers. Right, Eli? We call them riggers. And we're not doing that for any reason of trying to be racist or anything. They're just riggers, election riggers. So we say to them, what up, my rigger? Right, Eli? My rigger, my rigger. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for uh, Live from America anyway, because the fight continues with Mike Crispy and producer Frankie and Unafraid that's already started right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. My riggers, see you later. (laughs) 